we pause to pray that the Spirit would open our hearts to listen. Let's pray. God of all creation, you show us your character through the world around us and in your word. And we pray as we listen to your word read today that your spirit would help us to know more of who you are and follow you in the world. Amen. Today's scripture reading will be from Psalm 104, verses 24 through 34. O Lord, how manifold are your works. In your wisdom you have made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. Yonder is the sea, great and wide. Creeping things innumerable are there, living things both small and great. There goes the ships and Leviathan that you, you form to sport in it. These all look to you to give them their food in due season. When you give to them, they gather it up. When you open your hand, they are filled with good things. When you hide your face, they are dismayed. When you take away your breath, they die and return to their dust. When you send forth your spirit, they are created and you renew the face of the ground. May the glory of the Lord endure forever. forever. May the Lord rejoice in his works, who looks on the earth and it trembles, who touches the mountains and they smoke. I will sing to the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praise to my God while I have being. May my meditation be pleasing to him, for I rejoice in the Lord. This is the word of God. Our second scripture reading comes from Luke chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. Hear this word of the Lord. Once, while Jesus was standing beside the lake of Gennesaret, and the crowd was pressing in on him to hear the word of the Lord. He saw two boats that were on the shore of the lake. The fishermen had gone out to them and were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little ways from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep water and let down your nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we have been working all night long but have caught nothing. Yet, if you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done this, They caught so many fish that their nets were beginning to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat and came to help them. And they came and filled both boats so that they began to sink. But when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, Go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. 
For he and all who were with him were amazed at the cash of fish that he had taken. And so also were James and John, son of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. Then Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on you will be catching people. When they had brought their boats to shore, they left everything and followed him. This is the word of the Lord. Let's pray together. Lord, may your word be our rule, your spirit our teacher, and the glory of Jesus our only concern. As we reflect on your word today, may your spirit guide us to all truth, that we may follow you with the courage of the disciples in this story. We pray this in your name. Amen. This Sunday, we are starting a new four-part sermon series entitled The Season of Creation. The Season of Creation offers us an opportunity to turn our full attention toward God, our Creator, and our relationship with the whole of creation. The Bible is full of images of creation, and Jesus mostly teaches disciples with metaphors from nature. A kernel of wheat, a mustard seed, the lilies of the field, the birds of the air, through the world around us, Jesus teaches us of God's care for us and God's character. In addition to using creation as a metaphor to learn more about God, the season of creation creates intentional time to reflect on how we care for the world around us and use its resources for God's glory. Churches all around the world celebrate this season of creation, and so we worship together with a larger communion of saints as we celebrate. This year, the themes for season of creation are Ocean Sunday, Fauna Sunday, Cosmos Sunday, and Storm Sunday. Each Sunday, we will look to a different passage of scripture that describes these elements of creation and we will question what we can learn from God through them and how we can care for the world around us. So this Sunday is Ocean Sunday. When's the last time that you have been to the ocean? Or you've been to a large body of water if you've never been to the ocean? A month ago, I was with my fiancé on the shores of North Carolina on vacation with his family. And every day we would spend time at the beach, watching the waves, playing in the sand, scouting for crabs, and hunting for seashells. I was stubbornly set on finding a good couple of seashells to take home with me. And I quickly found that there was a plethora of shells under the waves just where they broke. And so naturally, being the determined person I am, I waded out into the water trying to find the shells with my feet. And then when the waves would go out, I would attempt to duck my head under and grab the shells. It was not the best plan. Um, 
perhaps not my brightest moment. <laughs> and there were many times where the waves would catch me and send me spiraling back towards the shore. My legs were scraped, but I would get up and try again. And my fiance reminded me that sometimes my self-determination is not my best character trait. I believe there's much we can learn about the ocean as a metaphor about the character of God. We can talk about God's love being as deep as the ocean or as wide of the ocean. This is one of my favorite nature metaphors to describe God. What other metaphors about the ocean can we learn about the character of God? I told you this story about my vacation as I stubbornly attempted to capture seashells beneath the waves where I couldn't see. And I thought about the ocean as a metaphor for the mystery of God. Sometimes we are called to walk in faith where God calls us to go and we can't always see our feet and where the next step is. Yet, at times... God calls us into the deep waters, the places where our sight fails, but God still guides us. And that's what Jesus did in our scripture passage for today. He called the disciples to the deep waters, the place where God had a plan that they could not see. Let's hear again this part of the story. Jesus said to Simon, Put out into the deep waters and let down your nets for a catch. When I read this passage the first time, this line stood out to me. Put out into the deep waters. I imagine Peter and the other fishermen were hesitant to go with Jesus. Fishermen though they were. And indeed, this is exactly what happens here again the story. Simon answered, Master, we have been working all night long, but have caught nothing. Yet, if you say so, I will let down the nets. I wonder why Peter was hesitant to go into the deep water with Jesus. Perhaps he thought he already knew what would happen. There wouldn't be any fish, so why try? Or perhaps there was a storm on the horizon and the deep waters would be an unsafe place to be. We are not sure why Peter hesitates to go to the deep waters, but I think it is partially because of uncertainty. He doesn't know what Jesus will do or what the outcome will be. And yet, and yet, he has enough faith to respond Yet, if you say so, I will let down the nets. I wonder with you today, what are the uncertain places that Jesus calls us to? Where are the deep waters in our own lives? And by deep waters, I mean those places where the risk is great, but the reward might also be great. Where are the deep waters for us as a church? Where might God be calling Linwood Reformed Church to go? Where might be our deep waters? Linwood Reformed Church. 
It has been a treasure, a joy, and an honor to serve as one of your pastors the past two years. And over the past two years, I have seen you put out into some, quote, deep waters. You have waded into areas of uncertainty with faith that God would show up and do more than we could ask or imagine. I cannot tell you how unbelievably proud I am of you for this. I cannot tell you what an honor it has been to serve as one of your pastors. And I told Mark Watson before the sermon that I was going to cry. <laughs> Over the past two years, you have gone into the deep waters of discussing same-sex marriage and what it means to be a welcoming church to all people. You have also gone to the deep waters of asking the question, who is our neighbor and how can we faithfully and courageously participate in outreach? You have waded into these deep waters with courage, trusting that Jesus will provide you with what you need, whatever the outcome. It is my prayer that Jesus will fill your nets beyond capacity, beyond your wildest dreams, and you will soon see the provision of God's goodness, the, quote, fish that will fill your nets. I don't know if it will be one fish, two fish, a red fish, or a blue fish, (laughs) but I will tell you this. You have been faithful in wading into the deep waters, and I'm so proud of you for that. Now is the waiting to see what God will do. And now is the work of continuing the welcome as you wait to see what God will do. If you at all doubt God's provision, the work of Jesus to provide more than you can ask or imagine, meet the disciples in their surprise in the story. The passage in Luke goes on. When they had done this, they caught so many fish that their nets were beginning to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boats to come over and help them, and they came and filled both belts so that it began to sink. In the deep waters, God provides for us beyond what we expect or imagine. In the disciples' case, it was fish. I honestly don't know what it will be for Linwood, But I know this, that you are being faithful when following God to the deep waters, and it's time to see what God will do. The work is not done, however, Linwood Reformed Church. You have waded in, but I charge and implore you, do not stop now. Keep listening. Keep going where God is calling you. No matter how deep the water seems, no matter how far you have to go beyond your ability, and trust that God will provide. For God works beyond human understanding, and trusting and listening to Jesus is the greatest work that you can do. There is a song by Hillsong United that talks about moving towards where God is calling us, even it seems like deep, uncharted water. The lyrics to the song go like this. Spirit, lead me where my trust is without borders. Let me walk upon the waters wherever you would call me. 
Take me deeper than my feet could ever wander, and my faith will be made stronger in the presence of my Savior. Linwood Reformed Church, it is my prayer that you would have eyes to see and ears to hear where God is calling you as a church, and that you would have courage to follow God's leading, even if it means treading into deep waters. May the Spirit give you strength, courage, and hope as you trust in Jesus, the one who fills your nets to overflowing and calls us all to come and follow him. Let's pray. God of grace, you call us to follow you even when we don't know what the next step is. We pray that as you guide our hearts, our feet, our hands in following you, that you would provide us what we need for the journey and that you would help us to see where you are leading us. Amen.